Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3 a.m. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. So, since this is the first episode, I thought I would break down how the show is going to work. The first half of the show is going to be all the different facts that I have gathered on a particular topic. The second half of the show is going to be all the different stories I managed to find. And depending on how obscure the topic is, it could either range from one to three stories. So the idea behind the topic of this episode all comes from the fact that I have been living abroad for about six months now. I recently moved to Scotland, and when I was thinking of what to do for the first episode, I thought the Banshee would tie in perfectly with my new surroundings. I am a big lover of history and scary stories, so I'm excited to be able to combine my two loves in this podcast with a little bit of a feminist twist. Now with that out of the way, let's get down to the business. Today's topic is the Banshee. The legend of the Banshee began in the Celtic Isles, most famously from Ireland and Scotland. Banshees can go by many names, depending on the country. In Ireland, they can be called Beanside, Banshee, spelled B-A-N-S-H-I-E, Beanside, or Banside. In Scotland, they can be referred to as Bansith or Beanshith. The she in the word banshee, or side, refers to old gods called the side, who fled Irish invaders to live inside the hollow hills of Ireland. Some cases note that it is rare to actually see a banshee, but that she is more distinguished by the wailing you would hear if one was nearby. This wailing comes from the Irish tradition of keening. Keeners refers to women who were hired to wail following a loved one's passing, These women were in high demand, and families would hire the best keeners to wail over their recently departed. The wailing, or keening, one would hear from a banshee, is to warn of a death soon to come. This could be the prophecy of someone near to you, family or spatially related, or possibly yourself. It is to be noted, however, some stories claim that if it is yourself who is to die, you would not be able to see or hear the cries of a banshee, but that those around you would. Although it is rare to actually see her, the banshee has been described by those who have in many ways. Some stories cite that depending on your location, she will look very different from another. In Ireland, she has been described as young and beautiful, having either red or pale-colored hair. In Scotland, she has been described as an old crone with wild silver locks. This lore, however, is not always consistent. The more widely known version of the Banshee describes that of an old woman with wild hair wearing a traditional Irish burial robe who is a ghostly visage. This traditional robe was given to people with no family or religious identification. Other versions describe her as wearing white, but she could also be wearing green, black, or gray. Red shoes are also sometimes mentioned, as well as a silver comb. A banshee's eyes have also been described as either red from her cries or evil and menacing. A banshee can also appear in a number of ways. She can be playing or singing music. A banshee can take the form of a crow tapping on a window. 
She can also be seen washing either her body or armor in a stream. Other forms of a death warning can be knocking at a door, a whispered name, and possession of another's body. In the past, the visit of a banshee would be considered a blessing. Some stories claim that the banshee only visited five prestigious families. These families were the O'Neills, the O'Briens, the O'Grady's, the O'Connors, and the Kavanaugh's. In these tales, the banshee could actually follow the family abroad, which accounts for the legend of the creature being sighted in South Dakota. This is not always the case, however. The banshee has been known to visit many different families. Another legend warns a listener to be wary of finding a silver comb on the ground. This could be that of a banshee, and if picked up, yours or a loved one's death is soon to follow. Now, with the origin of the Banshee out of the way, I have found two stories based around this wailing lady. The most famous and well-known story is that of Lady Anne Fanshawe. This account was recorded in the memoir of Lady Fanshawe, but many different variations of the story exist. I have actually compiled all the different facts that I have gathered to make one congruent story. And it goes like this. Fanshawe and her husband had been traveling to the estates of friends in Ireland at the end of the English Civil War. At the home of the O'Briens is where Lady Fanshawe encountered an unexplainable experience. It is to be noted that some variations claim the estate had a moat encircling the home, and others claim it was built along a body of water. At some time after midnight, Lady Fanshawe awoke to wailing outside her window. When she opened her eyes, Lady Fanshawe saw the vision of a woman with wild hair, sometimes described as handsome, other times ghastly, leaning into the window, which would be impossible due to the body of water outside. The apparition eventually vanished, and the next morning, Lady Fanshawe told her host of the experience she had the night before. O'Brien was not shocked by Lady Fanshawe's story, but instead goes on to explain that a cousin living at the estate had passed away early that morning. The apparition Fanshawe saw was that of a wife to an O'Brien ancestor. O'Brien continues to explain that said ancestor married a woman of a lower status and, after realizing the shame he brought to his family, he drowned her in the body of water outside the estate. When a member of the O'Brien family is to die, this apparition appears outside the window of the room the Fanshaws had been staying in, in order to wail for the dying relative. The Fanshaws left the estate that day. I actually find this particular story hilarious in a sick sort of way. For one, O'Brien doesn't seem to find the fact that the apparition of a woman one of his ancestors straight up murdered, returning to haunt the family whenever a relative dies, startling in any way. Another reason is that some of the versions I read state that O'Brien didn't want to mention to the Fanshaws that a relative of his was dying in the estate, in an attempt to not ruin their stay. At this point, if I were the Fanshaws, I would be more afraid of my host than the Banshee. Anyway, on to my next tale. This story is set in Italy. While the details are a bit foggy, it is known that a group was gathered for a boating trip. Well into the outing, a man aboard the vessel exclaimed in fear that he had seen a woman on the boat vanish before his eyes. 
When none of the other passengers could say they saw the woman, the man realized exactly what had just occurred. As it turned out, he was a descendant of the O'Neills of Ireland. When his family had immigrated to Italy many years before, they changed their last name to sound more Italian. The O'Neills were amongst the chosen families to be visited by a banshee before a loved one's passing, and the man now feared for the lives of his wife and daughter. Two hours later, the man's family was alive and well. He, however, was the one who passed. I chose this story for the fact that it directly tied into the idea that the Banshee could follow a family abroad. I like that this does not limit the Banshee lore to one particular location. This story also contradicts another idea that upon your passing, you would not be able to see a Banshee directly. Studying legends like I have in this way has taught me that there are no set rules, but all kinds of exceptions. On that note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover, or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. Until next time, keep it real, mamas. <laughs>